Welcome to the Get Out and Try podcast. I'm your host, Katie Axel, and this is episode nine. Today's episode features a great holiday activity this holiday season, plus a whole bunch of interesting information about goats as well as Swedish heritage. Here is my interview with Elise from Nordic Horn, which is just north of St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin. Welcome, Elise. Thank you for being on the podcast. And I'm excited to have everyone else learn about what you're offering because you have some really great holiday options that you just started offering this year. So tell everyone about Nordic Horn. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. It's really exciting to talk about the things that we have going on this year. Um, The concept of Yule Goat, we've been doing for a few years now, and we've been bringing a goat to different area festivals, Um, but with COVID, we decided to change things up, and uh, we thought, well, how can we help families find a different activity this year that they can do safely indoors, and so we said, all right, let's open the farm up for some visits, so we had a really great um, experience with our Spot the Yule Goat Farm Tour. Uh, which people have just been having so much fun with. So tell me, what is what does it mean when you say spot the Yule Goat? Yes, so for those that aren't familiar with the Yule Goat, it's a Scandinavian uh, tradition, um, and, and not so much a tradition anymore as a Christmas ornament. It, if you've ever seen it, it's a straw-shaped goat with little red ribbons wrapped around it, which should give you a hint on how to spot the Yule Goat <laughs> on our farm tour. Um, but it's, so we're going to take a farm tour, but we're just going to have a little twist to it where we try to find the Yule Goat while we walk around um, the different pens that we have. And we have over 200 goats on our farm. So it's just, you get to see a lot of wide range of personalities, which goats are known for having. Um, and it's just a really fun experience because uh, I like to say you just, can't be unhappy around a goat. Yeah, I would agree with that. So if a family books a time to come visit the farm, what what's the process that they go through? Do they arrive and, and are they guided on the tour with you or do they take a walking tour by themselves? It's a guided tour and um, so we will be in with independence with you, um, with the goats. Um, <laughs> some can get pretty rambunctious and we have kind of different levels of experiences that we tailor to based on the age um, and how comfortable people are with the goats and we can um, just have some fun no matter what uh, people's backgrounds with goats are okay and it's kind of different than uh, like a zoo where you don't interact with animals at all and it's different than a petting zoo because there's 200 of them and they are this is a real farm this is you know, real goats. So it's a very different experience. Yeah, absolutely. So what age range is this perfect for? What we've been finding is that really anything about four years old and older is probably good. A little younger than that, and it it can be fun to come look at the goats, um, but they don't necessarily enjoy the multitude of them. Um, I think for teenagers, this is an awesome idea. Even teenage boys, you would be so surprised all the moms are so surprised about teenage boys and their interactions with the goats and them leaving saying, mom, can we get a goat? And <laughs> and you just wouldn't expect that from a teenage boy. So it's really fun. 
Yeah, absolutely. So you also have a sleigh there where you can do some pictures for holidays, correct? Yes. So we have two photo opportunities. One is uh, the photos with the Yule Goat, which is where we uh, take family portraits outside with the sleigh and the Yule Goat. And we will send you digital copies of those photos, uh, free of watermarks and totally free to use on social media or in your Christmas cards. And then we have the Yule Studio, and that's aimed for families that want to take their own photos of their kids or their pets uh, with a variety of like charming crocs, including the sleigh. And when families book time with you, are they the only family that's going to be on site, or do you book multiple families since you have a lot of space to use? So these are private appointments, and um, they can be scheduled uh, for anybody that you're comfortable being with outdoors. Uh, with for a maximum of 10 people and it's $55 for the hour tour um, so if you break that down uh, the cost for the family it's really very reasonable yeah absolutely considering all of the there, there's not much going on either for holiday stuff so there's probably not a lot being spent anyway so this is a really special experience that families can have in a pretty local way it's it's not even that far of a drive throughout the St. Croix Valley Well, we are about 20 minutes north of St. Croix Falls, so it is about an hour and 10 minutes from Hudson, depending on where you're coming from. Okay, okay. And that's still okay, because a long drive these days is nothing, (laughs) so a lot of people are okay with a long drive. it's such a unique experience. It's like, would you drive a certain length of time to go get a special Christmas tree, or would you drive a length of time to go see Santa Claus? And I think it's the the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. So are there any tips that you have for someone driving to see you from a GPS perspective or anything to watch for when they're arriving? Oh, we are not hard to find at all, Um, but there are a lot of turns, so it may feel like a little bit more of a, you know, we're in the back roads, but it's still a fun drive. And um, for coming on the farm itself, I do have some tips um, to bring some boots that you don't mind getting a little dirty because these, these are, you know, we're at a farm. It's not, it's not very mucky or anything, but it, you are with live animals and sometimes the goats jump up and, uh, you know, they'll put their hooves on you and <laughs> that kind of stuff. So be prepared that you are going to be on a farm. Yeah. So don't bring your best, your Sunday best. One thing that's kind of fun with the Yule Goat is that you get to see peppermint treats to the goat. And I think this is just a lot of fun because you can actually smell the peppermints in the treats. And um, the goats just behave in just a different way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's just, it's really fun um, just to go through the different areas to to see the unique, it's a lot of unique different goats here. Um, so even if you think you know goats, you'll, you'll find a goat that you just did not know a goat would behave like that. How many acres do you have? So we have uh, 10 acres, but the goats are on other properties. They have about a, a 100 acres of silver pasture in, in the summer. Got it. And I think we should really talk about why you have so many goats, because you have two other businesses that we can absolutely mention here. Uh, why don't you talk about the Munch Bunch? Yeah, so the goats have a, a second job uh, in the summer called the Munch Bunch. So people might be familiar with them because they do work in city parks. And what we do is we work mainly with eradicating buckthorn. And so 
we, we, they both basically have a summer job and a winter job. The Munch Munch is residential uh, as well. And um, we do have a waiting list. I guess I should start out with that um, because people are kind of surprised by that. But the demand is very high. There's a lot of buckthorn in the St. Croix Valley area. And so, um, but you just want to go to our website and fill out the contact form and we will put you on the waiting list. And then we will come out and assess the property and try and give you as much help as we can with uh, working on invasive plant species that you do not want. Nice. And then if you're all booked up, you have one other website that you run. So you're a very busy person. Can you talk about the Hire Goats website that you have? Yeah, so we started HireGoats.com because the Munch Bunch was really at full capacity and we wanted to be able to share other goat companies that are in operation doing exactly what we're doing. Um, And so it's HireGoats.com and it lists uh, a listing by state um, or a map that you can find other goat grazing um, professionals all around the world, actually, not just in Minnesota and Wisconsin, but in Australia and uh, anywhere really. Wow, that's amazing. And I want to circle back to Nordic Horn for one thing because on Nordic Horn you talk about cashmere a lot. So what is that portion of the business? What is what does that portion of the business entail? Yeah, so about half of our goats are cashmere goats. And we were fortunate enough to purchase a herd from Oregon that had really been carefully bred for over 20 years. And a fun fact that I like to share is that in our lines is a sire that sold for over $11,000 in the 1980s. Say that one more time. Um, So so there's a sire in our herd that has sold for over $11,000 in the 1980s. Wow. So our cashmere is a very high quality And there are no other local cashmere sources for at least a 200-mile radius. And so the cashmere that we produce is very special. And we usually sell that at fiber festivals and online. Got it. we do have some in stock right now. And so that's for someone that's creating. It's not for someone coming in to buy a sweater by any means. That's someone that wants to create something from cashmere. When you buy cashmere, you really want to have a special project in mind Um, because a goat only produces three to four ounces of cashmere per year. And so I actually have to have a lot of goat to produce even one sweater. We also hand brush each goat to get the cashmere. And so who all runs the, the farm with you? This is an enterprise that my husband and I have, and we've been running it since 2015. That's it. We have uh, some hired seasonal help for different projects, but we are the two people uh, herding the goats. Curious question. Do you sleep near the goats to the point where you hear them all night? We're probably about uh, 400 feet from them, and we can we can hear them in the spring when they're talking to their moms. So the mom will talk, and then the baby will talk back like, Hey, Mom, where are you? And the mom will say, I'm over here eating hay. And then I can't find you. And say, well, just follow my voice. You know, it's like a very typical conversation between a parent and a kid. That was like the 1990s of department stores. Where are you? (laughs) I'm over here. (laughs) One other thing that I'm curious about is, did you grow up on a farm? Not at all. Uh, I grew up in the cities. 
And basically, I ended up at uh, dairy goat farms in Sweden, thus the Nordic horn roots. Um, and I just fell in love with goats. And I said, I don't want to write another resume ever again. I just want to own a goat farm. And I've been trying to make it happen ever since. And when was that? Oh, that was uh, back in uh, 2012, around that time. I was um, on dairy goat farms for about two years. What made you go to Sweden? I have a, a Swedish background. In fact, my family has been writing letters back and forth from Sweden for over 110 years. So we never lost contact with our Swedish relative, which I think is just incredible. And um, so I I learned Swedish um, at a very young age. Literally, my family spoke it, but I went to Concordia language villages at the Swedish camp and for five years learned Swedish and just, just kept rolling with the Swedish heritage. And I'm really proud to keep the generational um, contact going. What are some of the other things that you do that are in line with the Swedish heritage? Well, I love singing Swedish Christmas songs. There's something about Sweden love singing, and they are so good at catchy Christmas tunes. And so I love having those radio stations playing. Um, And I'll really visit any sort of Nordic-themed events at the American Swedish Institute. Uh, Just anything to get in touch with uh, Sweden. I love doing that. That's awesome. It sounds like you have almost a great educational experience. And I I guess the thing that we didn't really talk about is what does a normal year look like with everything you've got going on outside of COVID? Essentially, we think about the year starting around the time of kidding, which is when the goats give birth. Um, so they, they'll start having kids and they might have as many as 25 in a day. And so we're running around the farm watching kids plop on the ground and uh, get tagging them so we know which which ones they are and yeah. <laughs> mom they're with. Um, and then essentially we do that for about a month and a half to two months. And then the goats start going out and working on buck farm projects. And they'll do that um, until about October. And they really go from site to site. Uh, they really don't come back to the farm during that time. Um, they're very, very happy out there and um, it's just such a natural way for them to live so we love managing them that way when they come back in november we do um, a lot of just overall routine checking in kind of things not that we're not checking in during the the middle of the season but it's like a more intense uh, check-in period so we're doing hoof trimming um, and different things and then you know, over the winter, people always want to know, what do the goats do over the winter? And I've, I've yet to find a good joke uh, as a comeback for that. But, like, I want to say, oh, well, they go to Hawaii, of course. <laughs> um, but, no, they, they just stay home and they eat. I mean, they eat in the summer and they eat in the winter. Goats are just eaters. That's all they do yeah. all day is eat. They'll eat most of the winter. And then come March, right before kidding, we will brush the cashmere out of each goat. And it'll take about an hour per goat. Um, and then we'll get that fiber ready for processing. So that's kind of our year. Wow. And the holiday stuff, what does that look like in a in a normal year? So in a normal year, we would be bringing our Yule goat and our sleigh to different festivals and 
outdoor activities, and then people would be taking pictures with the with the goat. Got it. We originally purchased the sled to give sleigh rides, um, and so that's still a goal of ours. Uh, but we're not quite set up and haven't found quite the right goat uh, and training. <laughs> but we'd hope to get that off the ground at some point. Right. And right now we've got a lot of families that are sitting through virtual learning. And so you have some hours during the week. That would be a great little field trip, correct? Exactly. So this would be a perfect opportunity for um, someone to say, let's get out of the classroom and let's go learn about goats because we can teach you everything you want to know about goats and we can make it educational as well as fun. If someone is interested in that, is that something they should just tell you at the beginning of the tour, or can they have a little educational session with you? Absolutely. So in our, when you schedule an appointment on our website, there's just a little box that says, um, do you, is there anything you want to tell us about your visit? And you just write in there um, that you'd like a little bit more educational piece to your visit. Your visits are going to be running through what date? Well, we're keeping it open. As long as people want to come to the farm, um, we're happy to have them. Okay, so you'll keep it open through busy time for Buckthorn. Or kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Kidding in March. Okay, I'm learning. I'm learning. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's wrap it up by telling people where they can find information about Nordic Horn. Right, so Nordic Horn, our website is um, nordichorn.com. And the Yule Goat is right on our homepage and as a navigational link. And then there's a place that you can schedule now, and that will lead you to a calendar, and you can just pick the date that you want to come and the time that you want to come. You reserve that time, and we'll collect payment when you're actually on the farm. Okay. And you're also on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm going to link up your website Facebook and Instagram in the show notes. And I'll also link up the Munch Bunch and Hire Goats for you as well so people know where to find you for the summer projects. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. I think this is such great information and hopefully you'll have more and more visitors uh, from the St. Croix Valley area that will come to see you for the Nordic Horn holiday festivities and the Yule Goat Uh, and maybe even some more people that will hire out the goats from HireGoats.com. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much. Thank you. I want to say a big thank you to Elise with Nordic Horn. It's such a great holiday activity that they're offering. And the drive to St. Croix Falls and even north of St. Croix Falls is so scenic and beautiful. It's well worth it. A reminder that you do need to make an appointment to visit the farm. So check out their website to do that, nordichorn.com. It's also going to be linked up in the show notes as well as their social media accounts and the other two websites that we mentioned on the podcast. There are just a few days left to submit your entry to win a $100 gift card to any one of the businesses listed on getoutandtry.com. If you don't know about that contest, check out podcast episode six, or you can also find information in a pinned post right on our Facebook page. That wraps up episode nine. Thank you for listening. Special thanks again to Elise and Nordic Horn. You can find them on our website, getoutandtry.com, and be sure to check out the show notes to find more information as well as all of the links to keep you connected to Get Out and Try St. Croix Valley. Until next time, find some ways to connect with your community, 
Support the hardworking small businesses that host all of the fun in the Valley. Go, get out and try.